This morning we are at Tang Fam's. This is a. Uh, this man right here is a. A legend. A branding. <laughs> Branded myth. Modern day Steve Jobs, in Tampa Bay. <sighs> Minus the death. Yeah. 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 That's great. And the iPhone. And the <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nah, man. I'm super excited. Uh, all kidding aside, uh, my boy Tang is a longtime friend. I've known Tang. How long have I known you, bro? Uh, probably like 13 years. 13 maybe? years. 13, 14 years. Yeah. 13 years. That's a long time, dude. That's a long time. Yeah. So just, just quick context. Um, when I first came to church, I don't think I ever met you before church, right? No, I didn't. No. No, I didn't. No. Um, but when I first came and got saved and I met Jesus, when I walked to the front, it was my boy Tang mm-hmm. uh, laying hands on me. Mm. Uh, like 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 yeah. punching so. you? Oh, okay. Praying. For no, yeah, I was praying. Do you remember yeah. who else was there? Yeah, was my boy uh, Miguel was there. Miguel, yeah. Miguel invited him. He, of this course, is Miguel. How, was this there, is yeah. how yeah. it went down. We we had a prep <laughs> meeting before church even started. <laughs> Miguel was like, "Yo, I'm inviting my boy." A lot, a lot. You know, we couldn't even say his name <laughs> at that time. You know, Alejandro. And I'm like, okay, cool. What's what's the plan? What's the move? He's like, look, we're gonna. I'm going to invite him front, and we're going to pray for him. I'm like, bro, easy. <laughs> Done. That's what Christians do, right? Like, if you have a friend, be invited yeah, yeah, yeah. to church. So, get this man. so, so get this the man rule saved. number one, when there's a new person to church, we know the rules, right? Yeah. Don't be weird. <laughs> <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? Like, yes, Guys, do not be weird. You know what don't, I mean? Don't talk about the blood making yeah. white as snow, you know. Bro, there's... Of course, you have freaking yeah. your, your, your friend mm. speaking in tongues in the middle of... Yeah, so I look, I look at Christian, bro. Christian, leave your goat at home. <laughs> Put the snakes in the basket. We're not bringing yeah. them out. Uh, but he came. He came in a tank top. Oh, wow. Came in a tank bro, top. Bro, you guys always remember that wrong. First time wasn't in a tank top. The tank top was the overnight. That was your Remember? brand. Yeah, that, that was, was my brand. brand. <laughs> he didn't come in a tank top until uh, he realized there was there actually were some girls cute girls oh, at church. Yeah. No, uh, bro. I, I wouldn't put that I, past There him. wasn't one girl at that church I was interested in. Yeah. Not one. Because you weren't saved. <laughs> you know? He was looking for the wrong things. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I didn't know. The funny thing is, I didn't know it was inappropriate to have yeah. a, wear a tank top at church, you know? I mean, it's really not inappropriate. It's just apparently it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess, yeah. Those so unspoken anyway, rules. Fun of me for the tank those, top. Those unspoken but, rules, yeah. you know? Unspoken yeah. rules. But it, was, but it was cool, bro. So I, I walk up. We, you know, um, my boys at the time, well, they weren't my boys, but they uh, pray for me. Um, I, you know, it was a, actually a pretty supernatural experience the first time um, I, I remember they were praying for me, bro. And I, I don't think I've told you this, but uh, I felt my entire body like burn, dude. Mm. Mm. Come on. Like burning when you guys were praying for me. And uh, it felt like just like sin leaving my body. Mm. You know, I was like drenched in sweat at the end. But um, a few days after um, we get connected, well, I, I was you going to USF at the time. And then Tang, Rob, Tang and Rob share a birthday, mm-hmm. uh, October 14th. Yeah. Right. And um, they uh, they were wanting to go watch a fight uh, with Miguel. And then they went and picked me up mm-hmm. uh, from USF. And uh, and I think that's the night where we were like, this is it. Right. This yeah. is where it starts. Yeah. And that was yeah. a start. At least for me, but, that was a start. I mean, uh, rewind to the moment that you, I guess, accepted Jesus. Mm-hmm. Was that the moment that you're like, yo, I am going to live my life for Christ? Or was that something that like 
that was my was, I wouldn't say it was my I'm I am living my life for Christ. Uh, that was my moment of giving up. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I hadn't, I don't know that I had decided I was going to live for him. Maybe mm-hmm. it was simultaneous. Maybe it was the same thing. But for me, it was like I'm going to stop running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I remember that moment for me too. You know. How but long? If, how, when was that, bro? I so I, I started going to church for the girls, right? That's what guys the, do. Yeah, that, that was, that's how yep. God baited me in. <laughs> he was God's like, like, hey, look at these pretty mamas over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, I prepped before I highlighted everything in the Bible. Mm. Did a couple push-ups, probably. You know, and then let everyone know I read. Mm. <laughs> I read. Did this you really? highlight you? everything? Yeah, I highlighted the whole everything. book. Yeah. Everything was a couple everything different highlight colors, so it looks like yes. you know. I colored that book, and I came to church, and um, I I didn't accept Jesus until I would say six months in. Mm. I, I was very. Okay. I was so very you went stubborn. to church for six months before you accepted. It was, a, it, was a, it was about six months, mm. right? And I remember one night after a party, I went to the McDonald's and I was hanging out with this girl and she um, was asking me like, oh yeah, like you, what church, what church do you go to? I'm like, I go to this church, uh, CCH. Mm-hmm. And she was like, cool, I need to go. And I'm like, that's what's up. You should. And she's like, why? Mm. And I'm like, because um, mm. God changes you. And she's like, really? Ooh. I, and, and I'm like, I'm like, so I looked at her face and I was like, look, I'm going to stop partying forever. And I'm going to give my life to God in this moment, in this mm. car. And um, I, oh, remember, wow. I remember uh, taking her back, mm. dropping her off at her car. And that was the moment where I realized that mm. um, I had to be real with myself and with God because it, I knew God was real. But mm. I think mm. I was living that double James, life. Right? Yeah. 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 So I uh, decided to just started to live what I highlighted, mm. you know? So, mm. dang, bro, you like preached it and she's like, you're not living it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I was going to ask you, I was about, she's like, she really? Really? She's like, really? And I'm like, so this is. So, uh, yeah. She said so much with one word, dude. Yeah, she but said, really? Uh, yeah. It was where the, uh, the. Can I tell you who it was? Who was it? It was Jade. Jade, she went to East Bay, right? It was this girl named Jade went to, went to East Bay. Yeah, wow. we're still friends to to this day. And I invited her. I invited her and all her friends did, to did, church. Uh, yeah. Jade date one of your guy friends or no? Um, yeah, um, Jean. You remember Jean Randall? They were dating. No, I don't remember. But yeah, so um, wow, yeah. that's crazy, bro. So you gave your life to Jesus mm. in a mm-hmm. car with somebody that didn't know Jesus. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually it that's sounded wild. like it sounded like it was a moment where the Holy Spirit began to convict you in the moment of talking about him. That's so yeah. fascinating, bro. Yeah. I've never, I've never yeah. met someone yeah. where as yeah, they were crazy. actually that's sharing the, they're mm-hmm. sharing the gospel, the goodness of God that they've been hearing. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, wait, oh, crap. So, <laughs> so your story, I, Miguel wow. and I brought you to church. For mm-hmm. me, I led myself to Jesus. You didn't need nobody. <laughs> just oh, you know what I'm saying? Blind leading <laughs> the blind, baby. <laughs> Well, no, it's cool. What, what you're saying is cool because I was actually reading James the past two days and it talks about how, you know, a lot of people say they believe. Mm-hmm. And James says even the demons believe, you yeah. know, and they tremble at, yeah. at the name of, of, of mm-hmm. God. And it says if you have faith but you have no works, mm. it's like having a body without breath. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Like it has yeah. no life, you know. Yep. So it's that's really cool that like Jade... 
mm-hmm. mentioned something and and it helped you realize like yeah. you you had faith but no works. Let me mm-hmm. let me let me add on to that. And I agree 100%. Obviously it's the Bible. I can't disagree that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, go ahead I mean you could. <laughs> so uh um the, you know what it was and I'm I guess I'm having an epiphany now. The reason why the reason why I didn't want to put my faith in God wasn't because I didn't believe in God. Hmm. It was because faith comes at a cost, mm-hmm. right? Come on. There is a sacrifice of who you once were, what mm-hmm. you believed, what you, yeah. grew, you know, like 20 years of what you thought life was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All of that goes in the trash when you believe mm-hmm. in something else. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so I realized in that moment that if I believed in God, mm-hmm. then the old Tang had to die. Mm-hmm. And that's why... Um, I guess I waited so long. And it's funny, bro. Like anything, right? Anything you put your faith in, mm. something has to die. Your belief yeah, dies. Sure. Yep. Whatever yep. it is. So your identity, your, your identity. Yeah, your convictions have to Correct. die. Um, yeah. there's a story. You remember that story about um Francis Chan? He preached this sermon. I don't think he actually has a sermon online, but he said this. He's he asked everybody in the crowd. He had a he had a BB gun and he asked everybody in the crowd and he says, how many of y'all believe that I can hit this cup mm. from like mm. 10 feet? Everybody in the crowd raised their hand. And mm. then he moves it further and he says, how many of y'all believe I can hit it? Still 95% mm. believe that he can hit that mm. cup. Then he said, how many of y'all uh, believe I can hit it now? And it's like really far out. And I would say 75, 80% raised their hand. He says, okay, cool. 75% of y'all, right? Believe that I can hit this cup. And he says, um, if you believe, I want you to come up and hold this cup, right? How many of y'all believe I can hit it now? Mm. And nobody raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And it's because they realize now there's a cost to it. Mm. To your right? faith. Ooh, it, come on, cost come on, come so, on. So um, he says, it, it, we, we will believe all day until we realize there's a cost. Mm. Right. Mm. Right. And then. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So when it comes to faith, that's that's what I, I, I believe. And the reason why I never actually jumped the gun was because. Because you needed to die. I needed to die to what I believed. Mm. Yeah. You know? I, I, I mean, I think I don't know what you think, but it feels like a very literal death, you it know, is. because because other than your body, you are really just everything you think and yes. you desire. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what you really are on this earth. Like mm-hmm. other than like just the physical you are 100%. And, and so, like, that, I think that is what, um, and you know what's so crazy, bro? The people that, that say faith doesn't cost something and the people that subscribe to it, I still believe that there is a deep part of your heart that lets you know it still doesn't make sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would even challenge the fact, do they even have faith? Personally. Do they yeah. actually have faith? In whatever it is, if they don't realize that it has costed them something. Yeah. It's whether it's your time, whether it's your belief, whether it's your thought process, whatever it might be. Like, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter what religion you may follow, everything costs something, some Mm -hmm. version of your life, like you said, Tang. And in reality... I, I feel like the danger of Christianity sometimes is we we simplify the cost of raising your hand and saying a prayer in church. Mm. And that's your cost, right? And even the cost of, um, you know, like, we're not going to fully embarrass you. Like, hey, like just, just th- this is a decision between you and you and God, which there's, there's a lot of truth to that. Absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like the danger of it, if we don't clarify that there's a moment of decision mm-hmm. between you and God, yeah. and then there's actually a moment of, 
this is going to cost you more than just you lifting your hand while everyone's mm. eyes are closed. Yeah. Like, like, listen, like what we believe now, and I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, what we believe is foolish. Yeah. It is foolish. Yeah. Foolish. Like, to think the world. about Absolutely. it. Think about it. Like Absolutely. A, a woman, a virgin got pregnant, gave birth, right? Gave mm-hmm. birth. If, if, if somebody comes up to you, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a daughter, yeah. right? 25 right. years old, right. hey, I'm pregnant. Right. You're like, you know, like, okay, with who? Oh, God. The Lord. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Right. Who's the guy? Right. You know, so. Think and, of Mary. Mary's exactly in that. You see yeah. Joseph's response. He's like, yeah. mm. yes. and then God like shows him to Joseph. And, it was me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> was, like, oh, so, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's foolish. So imagine yeah, giving up logic, mm-hmm. giving up everything, like uh, everything that you've ever believed and said, mm-hmm. okay, well, this virgin gave birth to this God-like mm-hmm. man who saved the world by dying and humbling himself. Mm-hmm. That sounds weak, sounds foolish, but that's the belief that we believe. And we walk mm-hmm. around, we preach this. Mm-hmm. What's so profound about that, bro, is that, you know, I, f- I feel like logic gets so um, gets so idolized and put up, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you give up logic to be- believe in Christianity. But yeah. I, I have experienced, and I don't know if you feel the same way about like Jesus dying on the cross and just uh, uh, let's actually bring, make it even more simple. Like the forgiveness of sin, like your shortcomings in this mm-hmm. life and needing that, needing that peace with whatever justice the universe has, which we call God, of course. I find it that that conviction in that inner war is more real than logic itself. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. It's like, because logic, logic is our own construct, Mm -hmm. right? Like, um, you know, it's logical that, okay, it's logical that you're always going to pull towards what benefits you the most. In yes. our relationship, that's logical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's illogical that you would do something different. Mm-hmm. But, but that like lets you know that co- logic itself is a construct that we make up, mm. and we use so it. Good. We use it yeah. to devalue Come Christianity. Yeah. Come on. But at the but at the very core, and and it's actually still the same truth. Like what you're saying is yeah. actually biblical. Yeah. It's foolishness. Like what we believe confounds the, the wise of yes. the world. Yes. But it's not because it's less. It's not because it's less logical. Yeah. It's because the, what, the wisdom of the world is in itself prideful. Mm. And so this is the kind of wisdom that requires a, another level of humility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, for example, when you are aware, aware of your sin finally mm. and you need forgiveness, mm. that desire for forgiveness supersedes every part of your logic mm. like everybody needs that yeah that's that's what makes sense to me exactly you get what i mean like I, that's what makes sense to me everything I that. that's biblical right everything that's in the bible it, it, it i mean giants right we hear about yep, yep. weird things in the bible and if i sit down and break down like revelations and we yep. hear all these things and we're like man all of that comes together for one purpose, and it's forgiveness. That's it. Of who we once were and what we've done, what yep. Adam and Eve yep. did. Yep. And all of it revolves around that. And it's, and it's insane. And the mm. greatest sacrifice, Jesus, right? That's why we were forgiven. Mm. That was the cost. Mm. And 
it makes sense. And I cannot, it's hard for me to explain that to anybody. And that's what I always go to is that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because that supersedes logic, right? It supersedes like, logic. Yeah. Because regardless of where you are listening to the, this podcast or whoever you meet on, on the street, there's one thing that remains true. And that is that, you know, deep inside that there's a right way and mm. you haven't followed it. Well, the word of God says that in inside of man, eternity, the longing for eternity is inside of every man. And that the longing of that, like, like the, the idea behind why, why does humanity continue to look for the meaning of life and eternity, mm. like where they could live forever? Yeah. Why are the richest people looking for the meaning of life they have, which we thought money was the meaning yeah. of life. A lot, a lot of people that are inside the world that are outside of Jesus, they think the more money, they'll have everything they need, right? Yeah. And then in reality, more people continue to, they, why are they traveling space? dude, you got everything here on this planet. Why are you trying to go somewhere else? It's because the longing continues. They're longing for more. And then, you know, the, the, there's so many, you know, funny things around uh, people trying to implant their consciousness into AI or to where they could continue to go farther and, oh, I'm going to live until I'm 200 because I take 17 bone broth vitamins, you know, like all of these things. When it's like, so we continue to have the longing for eternity and the meaning of life. Yet both of those are answered in one person. Well, and I would say, I will go a step further and say, I don't want eternal life without peace. So what's peace? Because that's something else that like we don't talk about. And like, I could ask you guys this question because you, you are two people that have experienced this. Does having resources actually mm. bring you peace? It, it may bring an earthly peace at a slight level, but you know what's funny? I, I heard a pastor say this once. Yes, which is really funny. yes, resources do bring you peace. Talk to me about it. I mean, it, it does. It does. I mean, think about it. Obviously, materialistic mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. do bring some sense of mm -hmm. calmness and peace. But mm -hmm. I mean, when you think of God as the provider, right? Mm -hmm. What is it that you're saying? He is mm -hmm. my resource, mm -hmm. right? Um, so resources do bring peace because we lack, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's mm -hmm. materialistic things or intimacy connection mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. are you know and when you when you talk about resource are you talking about materialistic things that's, yeah, that, yeah that's that, what i meant but yeah, actually yeah. like the direction yeah. you went because yeah. i think there's a distinct distinction you're getting to yeah right yeah yeah and i think that the reason why we don't have peace because we lack we work we live this mm -hmm. whole life working and laboring and connecting and doing all these things because we live in lack mm -hmm. right and that's why we don't have peace yeah right like i mean i, I can disrupt everybody's peace immediately mm -hmm. by saying hey like you don't have money for next month's rent immediately you will lose peace mm -hmm. now Most would you do would you consider that peace that you're feeling within money would you consider that a natural peace or a supernatural peace because there's moments that i mean i know people that are in poverty financially so they don't yeah. have peace financially mm -hmm. but they have peace supernaturally where they're like yeah, yeah but god's gonna take care of me yeah. you know we're family's okay yeah and so would you yeah, say that that, like that that contentment world is like it's, it's, yeah, it's contentment. crazy so would you would you differentiate contentment and peace would you say those are two yeah. different things yeah yeah um yeah I, I would say so would you would you agree yeah yeah i think because this is a thing I, like as a person that like like chases like to say money for example because mm -hmm. that's what that's where the conversation started about like people wanted eternal life mm -hmm. and um what was the other one well just eternal life eternal and meaning life, life. And, no you and said, meaning meaning of life like yeah. like why are we alive meaning of life and eternal life 
yeah. kind of where we were at that, yeah, that yeah, I yeah. was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I was just like, I, I, I forget, I forget the rest, but what I was said was that I wouldn't want eternal life if I don't have peace, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like the biggest torture you could have, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is to have forever, but not be well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'd rather live a short time well mm. than an eternal life unwell. Mm. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the reason why I was saying that is because the the what I see in the in on the earth and and we were talking the 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 source was like what makes sense, right? Like I don't think you un- I, I don't think you can understand that the pursuits of this life don't bring peace until mm. you achieve them and mm-hmm. you don't have peace, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you have achieve things on this earth you have achieved things on this mm-hmm. earth i have achieved things on this earth far less than a lot of other people mm-hmm. and also far more than a lot of other people mm-hmm. and i have found and i think you guys have found too mm-hmm. that in the achieving it's not the achieving itself that brings you peace mm-hmm. um yeah. and that's something else about like what jesus like just the, the what jesus gives us and like that supersedes logic right that it it makes just I love I love the way you said it. That's what makes sense to me, right? It's like that the that the peace that God gives is far beyond anything we can achieve on this earth, and you don't know that until you have it. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you this question, Tank. You have you are in relationship with a lot of people that don't know Jesus, right? Um, this is a good question. I think. What do you see a lot of in in the people that live away from Christ? Do you uh, do you see some characteristics about their well being? Um, Great question. Great question. Okay, so I would say this: I see consistency. Okay. Um, because uh, when I say consistency, I'm talking about this constant. Um, need to fill some sort of void. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So wow. we have weekends, and weekends are for weekends, right? It's mm-hmm. for doing things to fill a void. At the end of the day, that's the whole point, right? Mm. Um, it's a difference between when you're going out and celebrating, mm-hmm. like a milestone, mm-hmm. and or you're going out to fill a void. Wow. And I think that when I meet people that is outside of Christ or in other realms, other religion, whatever, I see consistency mm. in constantly going out to fill some sort of void. Mm. Yeah, some type of emptiness. Yeah. It's so good. And um, it, it's, it's, it's that story of Jesus, like mm-hmm. when he meets the Samaritan at the well, mm-hmm. why are you here? Mm. Right? Oh, I want water. It's like, but I have eternal water. Mm. Yeah. You know, so the difference between us is that the reason why we don't go out and do the things of the world is because we don't need to. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, sometimes, some people might look at us and say, we're constraining ourselves. Yeah. Like, like we really want to, yeah. like Christians really want to go and yeah. do the same things. And like, that that, might, like that meme I showed you. Like that meme you showed me. <laughs> like there's this overwhelming desire. I'm sweating. Yeah. I, I, can't I can't do, do this. this. But right. When but yeah, at the start, the that's hunger. the case. Yeah. Yeah. At the start, I, that's yeah. the case, right? Yeah. When you yeah. first get saved, oh, yeah. you do want to do those things because you still have that, mm. you know. But would you, would you consider that because you're still in the beginning young love with the Lord? Because that's how I pictured it. You know when you start having a crush? Right. Yeah. Like I remember, I remember when I just started crushing my wife, right. My, before she was my wife, like I started to be like, man, like, okay, 
And she's, she's got all these little pictures. I should kind of start closing tabs on the thought of these other people that they might be, mm. you know? And so you almost start like, click, okay, close that one. That's the, no, she doesn't check X. Like that, that one, I'm gonna close that tab in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. And you start checking off boxes. It's almost, whenever you start following, following the Jesus, you start closing tabs of like, dang, pornography continues to make me feel, mm, I gotta close that tab. That mm-hmm. thing has this like, this addiction in me, right? Oh, well, this drug. Man, why am I why am I addicted to pain drugs? Like because well, I got injured and and you start closing these tabs and you're like, man, this is just money continues to no matter how much I have, it brought earthly peace, but it brought spiritual like just emptiness. What is so no matter how much I have of that, it's not satisfying. Okay, close that tab. And you start like almost closing tabs Mm -hmm. or partying. You know, you're like that moment when you're at the party, you're like, wait a minute, like (laughs) someone's gotta. Something's got to change. You like I close the video. tabs, right? I saw this video. I got into reference. I saw this video of this guy. He's in the middle of like a bunch of people. <laughs> he's like standing in the middle and he's like, has a face. Yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, he's in the party and he is, this is the moment you realize that I God told you has better things. God has better things for you. And you're just like, you're like, Ooh. everybody around me. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And that's what I feel like when you begin to follow Jesus, like genuinely, like truly following the way, because that's the cost that I believe in that car. Like if I can, if I, if I look back at your car, I'm like, it was a moment, like you said, that you be, realized that there was a cost and it cost you everything. Yeah. And that in that cost, it was like, wow, I need to completely change my life. I need mm-hmm. to change how I talk, how I move, not go to parties, whatever it might be. And it was like a closing of a tap. Like, man, wait a minute. I need to change. You I, know? Th- I, I think um, uh, it's okay to go to parties. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of Christ- non-Christians think like, oh, man, we don't party. I'm like, bro, all I do is party. This, for me, is party. Yeah. My entire life. Right? Yeah. It's celebrating. Joy. It's good. If you look at Jewish um, mm. religion, like, they go to a Jewish wedding Dude, yeah, bro. that celebrate, fully celebrate, believe in celebrate. Jesus. Like, Come it on. is, yep. like, the officiant mm-hmm. was such a G. <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. This guy was, we're going to drink in celebration of this newly, mm-hmm. uh, newlyweds. Everyone's like, let's go. Everyone had a cup. Mm-hmm. Pulled out a cup out of nowhere. Made out of crystal. <laughs> I'm like, dang. Bro, <laughs> I got my crystal they cup. They fill up their cups, right? Mm-hmm. Overflow. Mm-hmm. The, the officiant's like, no, no, no. Keep pouring, keep pouring, keep pouring. They're like, yo, it's his, the, the groom's hand is drenched in, in a champagne, right? Keep pouring, keep pouring. I'm like, dang, bro. Overflow. He drinks it. And then the officiant says, run it back. Bro, and it was a celebration, and that's what they celebrated. Mm. They celebrated union. It is beauty, mm. right? So, I think the world um, they don't sell. They they do it to fill a void. It's mm-hmm. a difference. It's a difference in tension when you walk mm-hmm. in. You're celebrating. You think back, man. You remember that time when we had that birthday party and Rob did this or they mm-hmm. did this? Like it's it's core memories that bring joy. Mm-hmm. That God created unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's we only it's celebrate. Um, you can't celebrate by yourself. Right. Mm-mm. Unity Come on. is what comes out of celebration. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you know, so, but I want to, I want to kind of uh, touch bases uh, on what you said about like um, this consistent lack, like this goes back to like lack and, and, and like these worldly desires and stuff. And I'm, I'm having an epiphany and I'm thinking about it now. And if you look at New Testament, when Jesus came, he fulfilled three things, right? He, he filled our life with three things, Right. And it's what we all desire most, right? So would you sacrifice partying for food? Of course. Most days, yeah. Yeah. Like imagine <laughs> going, 
Imagine going years without, I mean, yeah. months or days yeah. without, I mean, years, can you be yeah. dead? <laughs> days without eating, right? So when you look at these third yeah. world countries, why are yep. they happy? Because they're fulfilled. They, they, they have food every day. Mm-hmm. Come on. They have water every day. Yep. And they can breathe. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus gave us. So when you think about this, when Jesus came mm-hmm. to earth, mm-hmm. he, said th- he said three things, right? He said to the woman at the well, mm-hmm. what did she want? Water. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus say? Mm-hmm. I am the living water. I am water. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And then when everybody, the multitude, yep. wanted food, yep. they wanted bread, yep. what did Jesus say? I'm the bread of life. Bread I am bread. Mm-hmm. And you shall not live. And then, yeah. and then uh, when Mary and Martha, mm-hmm. what did they want when their, when their brother died? Life. Life. And what did Jesus say? I mm-hmm. am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection. Mm-hmm. I am the life. Mm-hmm. So he comes and he says these things that we all desire. Mm-hmm. He says he is what we need. Come on. He is the only person in the in historically. Yeah. That's ever called himself the thing we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100 mm-hmm. percent So which is so which, daring. Which then goes back to the Old Testament in Exodus when the Lord says, mm. I am. Mm. I am. Yeah. Like when he is talking to him at the burning mm-hmm. bush moment, I am. Mm-hmm. Like, well, who do I say? Who do I say has sent me? Yeah. I, I am. And it's easy to tell who has I am and mm-hmm. who doesn't. So listen 100%. to this. So let's take this and let's, let's bring it to modern day, right? You, you're uh, a newlywed and you have rent mm-hmm. due at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. You know what Jesus says? You know what Jesus says to them? What does he say? I am rent money. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what mm-hmm. Jesus, I am rent money. Provider. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. I am job. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what Jesus is saying when mm-hmm. he's saying, I am what you need. Mm-hmm. Come on. And, um, and that's the beauty. Like we lack in this world and Jesus comes and says, I'm here to fulfill all of it. I want to ask you a question, bro. Yeah. About those, about, so you said consistency to fill, fill a lack. Mm-hmm. What, what do you, cause the, world change, the world changes so quickly right now, bro. It's so insane how quickly it changes. We're in the age of AI right now. Just like things are just moving so fast. I feel like the things, a lot of the things that I used to fill my lack with are probably very similar to the things that people you know fill their lack with. But I, I bet there are other new things as well. Um, and obviously, you remember your life mm-hmm. before. What does that look like? Like, do you do you see that people run to the same things you run to, or is it pretty, at its core pretty much the same thing? Or what are you seeing? Um, now mm-hmm. people that. Um they desire success. Mm. We see more more men mm. and women um, putting success and business before marriage, mm. right? Before mm. relationships, um, intimacy. It's crazy. Mm. Um, I will mm. say this, and, and, and I don't know if you guys would agree. I would say the greatest desire is intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but it's also the greatest fear mm-hmm. is intimacy. Right, because um, it's into me you see. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, I want, I want mm. intimacy, but I don't want intimacy. And this is how people live. And it's mm. crazy. Like, it's funny, bro, because, um, and I'm dating now, right? So I'm dating and I'm meeting new people. And I've always wanted, like, what is, what is all this? Like, what is the point of all this? Um, we live in a generation that don't want commitment, mm. but long and desire connection. Mm. And... Um, it, it's 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 worse. it's so weird, right? Like, how yeah. can you have true connection mm. if you don't have commitment? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you, bro, that's actually uh, the next episode I want to talk uh, to you about. We won't hit it now. Okay. But I want to talk to you in the next episode. I want to talk about um, dating in the modern day yeah. as a Christian mm. and just what that looks like out there. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about just like life and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, let, but, me, let me just finish the whole intimacy thing. I went off track on that yeah, one. Yeah. So, I love so, it. You, so took, going, you took my brain into another spot. Go, I've been on so go, so going Lend back the plane to what, here. Lend the plane yeah, here with intimacy. So, so going back to what you're saying, what the, the world wants is they want intimacy, mm-hmm. but they're scared because we're dealing with broken people, mm-hmm. right? So you, you see people hanging out with people and they're like, I don't trust this person. I don't, I don't want to connect with this person. There's that, right? Um, and I think when I talk to people, when they meet me and they hang out with me, there's a sense of intimacy, a vulnerability that I give. And they're like attracted to that, right? Like I am broken. I do things that I think people would uh, like wouldn't share, but I share everything. I open up my life and I said, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. vulnerable. Yeah. And people are like, what is this? So um, when I meet people, it, it, that's what they all want. They want connection. They want intimacy. And when they meet somebody who's been forgiven, it's, it's, it's life-changing. So, um, you know, it's life-changing. And at the end of the day, what, what is it? What is it that we all want? And mm-hmm. it's throughout history. We all yeah. want connection. We all want intimacy. Yep. We yep. want this. Why are we on social media consistently? Mm-hmm. Why are people having sex? Why are people getting Come into on. relationships? Why are people partying and drinking and doing all this? All for one thing. Either they're Come running on. away from intimacy mm-hmm. or they're chasing intimacy. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's, that's consistent. Yeah. And they, oh. they want to get close enough that they get the benefit but mm. far away enough that they can not reveal who they really are. Which, which leads back to the exact statement that you said in the very beginning, the cost. Yeah. It's the cost mm-hmm. that we, we long for intimacy, but we're yeah. unwilling to uh, take on the cost of intimacy because the yeah. cost of intimacy is vulnerability. It's commitment. It's commitment. It's vulnerability. Like all of that, like everything that we yeah. do, if I connect with any person, it costs me being willing to have that person hurt me. No matter what it is, I have to allow Tang to have the opportunity to say something that I don't like or that it may hurt my feelings, yeah. right? No matter what it is, any relationship, friendship, bossship, whatever it is, like you just, you continue to hit the layers of wherever you are of the intimacy scale with a person. Some people will be like, well, they're just my boss, nothing more. Mm. They're just an acquaintance, nothing more. They're just this, nothing more. But then they get frustrated when they're not invited to that dinner party. Yeah. It's like, well, it's because they're only acquaintance to you. If mm. you if you won't allow, it's, it goes back to pastors, it goes back to shepherds, if your counselor goes back to counselors, teachers, educators, whatever it is, you're going to get out but you're, what you're willing to sacrifice, so what you're good. willing to allow. So I'll... I'll, I'll and I, we can close with this. Yeah. And I want to add on to that. And I love what you said because that's what relationships is all about. It's about mm-hmm. sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We live in a day and age where we see relationships as investments, mm. right? When you invest in something, what do you want? I want to return. I want to return. return. Selfish. Yeah. But that's not relationships, right? Like, Come on. Love is so sacrificial. So when I invest so in good. Alejo, I want something back. So good. But when I sacrifice my time to come serve and help him move and help mm-hmm. him do this, it's it's it, there's no expectation mm-hmm. 
And mm. nobody wants to do that. No. Nobody wants it's to sacrifice. Expectation. Ugh, bro. You the know? expectation we wanna, of the return. We want to so invest. We invest in stocks. We invest right? in anything. Everything. I want to invest my time wisely. Yeah. yeah. No, sacrifice your time. That's yeah. And good, go bro. serve. Yeah. That's Come good. on. Come you on. Know? And nobody Ugh. wants to do that. Come on. I don't. No. <laughs> sacrifice, bro. Which nah. is why we're being renewed by Jesus every you know? single day. Damn. Yeah. Come on. And, t- so and, and, and bro, listen. So you want to know what the craziest thing is? Jesus could have died. At 70. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But he died at his peak. Yep. 33. When everyone was following you him. You know, come and, on. Come and on. we are in our 30s and mm-hmm. we're like, it's time to make and choose wisely. I don't want to sacrifice right. my, my what, uh, 30 minutes, but Jesus sacrificed his life. Everything. He he, there's so much. Uh, but no, we don't even want to sacrifice five minutes. My, mm-hmm. my boy, Jesus, sacrificed his life mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, at the peak, all of his authority, all of his time, dude, everything. This uh, we go nine hundred hours on this one. Yeah, all of the authority, all of the like. He was in the Word in the beginning, John one, right? He was been in it all, and he chose. Also, he could have chose now to come. Mm. He could chose now to yeah. just to to as simple as is to take a bullet to the head and be done. Yeah, but yet he chose to go at the most brutal time mm. to die for us. Yeah, to show how much he loves. Yeah, so powerful, so powerful. We we got it. We got to yeah, land it. Gonna, we got to yeah. land it. Land it right now. Land it in. Well, no, we'll I was just, just going to say, like, as I you know, as I talk to you, Tang, and I I um, consider what people in the world receive from you, and what they, what mm. they should at least should receive from Christians. I think that agape, I'm going to love you because I'm going to love you mm-hmm. anyway. I think that um, that's like the most needed thing on the earth. You know, and it's probably the reason why people look at you or your, I mean, maybe your team, the people that work for you. Mm-hmm. Or I always, I, I joke with Tang because he always has, he always has a disciple. He always has, <laughs> he always has another guy next to him. And Come on. depending on what season it is, yep. I'm like, oh, yep. there's, there's yep. the next guy, you know, like yeah. you're always loving on somebody. And I, I love that about you, bro. Yeah. And, um, they start to they start to look like me too. Yeah, like they it's start very to get, true. It's very true. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's very my, true. My wardrobe, my wardrobe for like a good two years looked like every. Well, actually, well, half of it you you gave you gave to me. That might be a I difference. Have a pair of shoes <laughs> <that> you, yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, but it's it's super cool, bro. That um, that you're living that out with with people that really need it. And um, mm-hmm. we, uh, I know that even in this right now, we're in Tank's office. Yeah. And uh, and here in this office, um, you know. This is where a lot of your ministry takes place, right? It's like you have a team, you have a business of people that um, that need your love and your input, and um, and you give that to them. And so we're honored to be here with you, bro. Yeah, thank and you. Um, yeah, let's do another episode. Yeah, All man. Right. Thank you for the time. <laughs> Sounds good, deuces. And it's a wrap, boys. It's a wrap. See you guys. <laughs>